All right, and we are back with another episode of The Buzz. I'm your host, Sherwin with Gossip Music Buzz. Follow us, Gossip Music Buzz, on all social media platforms. Check out their Spotify playlist. Check out the merch. Just, you know, just help yourself. But today, we are joined with avid drummer, singer-songwriter, vocalist, Bam Travis. Bam, welcome to the virtual stage. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Thank you for having me. Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm I'm here with the man, so I'm doing good. <laughs> listen, listen, I think you're doing even better because you're in that prayer room, man. We have to get into that, man. You know, once you enter into that prayer room, man, things can only go up from there, brother. That's it. That's where it's all. That's where it all start, man. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Now, listen, man. I know this is a super, super exciting time for you. You just released your debut album. The debut album, Faithful, is out now on all social media platforms. It's out now on all DSPs. It's out basically everywhere. You do Spotify, Pandora, Amazon. You want to buy it on Google, wherever it is, just support this brother, but we're going to get into the album just now. But, you know, just kind of taking a step back because now you're, you know, you've gotten that first one out of the door and you're going to be doing everything around that. Now you can take a small breather. You can't breathe for too long. You know, you don't want to take too much. But what is that feeling like now? No, you put all that work into it accumulation and now it's finally released and barted out there into the world what are you feeling oh man it's 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 a breather first of all man it's it's this has been such a process man just being able to uh, get this record out uh me and my producer uh Philip Bates uh my brother um Cordell Walton he's one of my other producers uh Lawrence Baseman Washington I have three producers actually on this record okay. um, that I want to give a shout out to but uh, just just the whole process, man, life, uh, ex- uh, life experiences and things we dealt with within our family unit alone, I think it kind of helped me build a foundation for this first album. Uh, I think uh, it was the time that it took for us to get it done. It was it was necessary for us to learn what we needed to do. We're still learning along the way, mm-hmm. uh, but I think just the foundation that we, we built along the way to get this record out, I think, is... Um, I'm excited. Like you said, man, this is the first one. It's kind of like you get that little breather and then I'm ready. I'm ready for what's next, man. Absolutely. Love, Absolutely. love it, man. And you, you mentioned something just now, you know, your brother is part of the, uh, you know, the production team there. But also you, you know, kind of gave us a little bit about your background because you came up in a musical family. There's some stuff going on on the mother's side and your father's side. You guys, everybody, guys are, that's what I'm saying. You guys are pretty talented. So, Get into that a little bit. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, where can I start, man? My my mother, my mother, uh, she really instilled into me singing, man, at the age of, of two. I mean, ever since I can remember, uh, she, you know, even at church services made me get up to sing. And even if I was terrified, you know, she <laughs> said, hey, you, you, you got to sing. Just look at me. You know, I, w- I would stare at her and just and just sing. But she kind of molded that that uh passion to sing and my yeah. dad my dad um played guitar you know he's been playing mm-hmm. guitar, you know all this one of my favorite guitar players you know so uh my uncles aunties they all sing play uh full of bass my my producer he plays keyboard you know everybody does something you know, there's mm-hmm. bass oh. drums uh so I, i'm just blessed and even on my dad's side you know they're they're all talented as well so just being around 
a musical uh, family and my grandfather, you know, being a, a bishop, you know, I was okay. kind of to, you know, grow up in that church atmosphere. My grandmother, uh, Annette Bates, you know, just growing up in that church atmosphere of, of, of music kind of created, created the journey for me, man. So that's, that's where it all began. Well, you know, that's, that's interesting about that, right? Because you, you can tell whenever someone just have that musical instinct from the, you know, just from a very young age, because as I'm listening to the album, it's not just you're, there's an appreciation of what went into every single track. If not, yes, we know it's, you know, it's definitely anointed and it's going to touch biblically and it's going to do everything else. But at the same time, like if you're a music lover, yeah. you know, and you just want to appreciate really good musical composition, yeah. you know, songwriting, we're talking, you know, just the overall production quality, like you can, you can tell. So that's why as, as I'm reading and getting more into it, I'm like, oh, okay, this, this makes sense now. I, that yeah. it's all, it's all, it's all connecting. And, I, and honestly, man, that's that was my goal. That was that was my goal, just to be able to share different aspects. Because I, okay. we we grew up not just listening to, to to church music, gospel music. We listen to all. I love all types of music. Yeah. But just being able to cultivate what I've I've grown to love, and then still talk about Jesus and talk about mm -hmm. God, and make it relevant to everyday life. Uh, I think that's. That was my main goal in this in this record. Sure. And, I, and I like what you said about the relevance. I think the relevance is key, right? Because as you know, being the salt and the light of the earth, salt and the light doesn't mean behind, right? It doesn't mean lagging behind. It means leadership. It means allowing others to see and watch it what you're doing, and then want to know the God that is instilling that within you to be able to do it. So I definitely love to see when people are you know going out there and and leading and just you know kind of doing what's necessary. To get the message over but in a fresh relevant way as well too so definitely i think you you know you and your team definitely hit hit the mark and that i will i will get into you know a few few of my favorites in a little in a little bit there yes sir and you you mentioned you know local church so right now where do you serve right now right now i serve at uh, great faith ministries international uh it's in the city of detroit downtown the heart of detroit um Bishop Apostle Wayne T. Jackson, Dr. Beverly Y. Jackson, wonderful, wonderful leaders. Uh, they're they're also the ones who helped mold everything you hear on my record. You know, was was birthed from what I learned at home in my ministry. Mm -hmm. Just just learning how to serve and being humble and being uh, making things not about you. You know, making sure that you. If you, whatever I, you, if you're going to come to my church, you, you're humble. You got to be humble. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, if it's, if you're wiping toilets or whatever you're doing, uh -huh. um, that's, that's ministry. So I, I it, it kind of cultivate and cultivated me into this record, just understanding servanthood. And you know, that's, that's really important. And you know, just, it's not about just putting out a record. I think your heart got to be involved. And I think that's, one main thing, element that I want the people to hear, even in the music um, that that we come out with. So that's important, man. That's that's key for sure. Ser servanthood, and it's, you know, it's funny you said that because I was speaking. We were in an interview last night, and we were speaking with someone, and we asked the person, you know, in terms of what's one quality that really makes for a, you know, a great musician, a great worship leader, just any of those things. And that's exactly what they said, what you just said. 
serving to finding a local church, serving at that local church, being committed to the vision of that local church and getting that covering. So, you know, you exactly what you're saying for anyone that's going to be going back and watching this, whether you're now getting started or you've been doing this and you feel as though you may have hit that roadblock or you want to know why you can't push past what you're doing, check, check your service posture. Yeah. So yes. ch check that service posture because it can, it can do wonders. It can do wonders. Absolutely. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, there, there's a competition, you know, in the midst of you, you know, starting with the singles and the recording and all that, you were a part of a competition with Fred Hammond, you know, yes. Willie Moore Jr. There's a few different things happening. Let us know the name of that competition. Clearly you, you won the competition. And yeah. then as a result, you know, certain things happen. So kind of tell us about that and how all of that was kind of still instrumental on your path, the words, you know, what you were doing musically. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Uh, so the name of the service, it called Bethany Christian Services, uh, Foster Care, um, a great organization, a very selfless organization where they help foster children all around the world, help bring uh, children and babies into families. Um, so just Fred Hammond and Willie Moore Jr. Uh, partnered up with them and uh, brought on this amazing gospel competition that I was grateful to be a part of. Uh, there were so many participants, participants, man, and I was fortunate enough to win that competition. And it was, uh, I believe it was God ordained, man, because yeah. Fred Hammond was already my favorite gospel singer in the world. So I, you know, by faith, man, I, I had a hundred dollars, man. I put that hundred dollars to the side to to be in this in this competition because that's what it cost to 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 sign up. Yeah. And um, I said, God, if this is your will, you know, let it let it happen. And it happened, and it just blew my mind. And I, I was fortunate enough to win, and uh, we did a music video uh, with Fred Hammond, and uh, the name of the song is called Compromise. Yeah, and uh, it was such a great, great experience, man. Uh, I was flown out to to uh, Texas mm -hmm. and to Fred's warehouse. We and we got to experience so many different elements of production, and and kind of what I talked to you about before. Just I'm still learning, so just mm -hmm. seeing what Fred, how he, you know, he had uh, uh, producers over here. He had movies going on over here. He had cars being built over here. He had. You know, it was so such a production going on around, and I would just God would just show me little little nuggets of how this 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 stuff works. So it was just an amazing amazing experience, man. I, I, it's something I would never forget for sure. Wow, that's yeah. that's that's beautiful. And again, I kind of go back to because you were doing this for, you know, in support of that organization, but also still going out on faith, which is you know is very. You know, I, I would say there's there's no coincidence in the kingdom because you launched out on faith with that, and the name of the album is Faithful. Yes. So you know, you got like your own faith story right here as we're talking about. There you go. Oh, it was very. Ain't that something, man? <laughs> I mean, very evident. I love it. I'm yeah. loving it. But you mentioned, you know, cause just to kind of, I guess, stop a little bit and talk about again the experience with Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond, you know, it's been in the industry for years you know he's pioneered a certain unique song you know with commission you know by himself just overall that unique you know fred hammond song like no matter where you go you can just hear something like 
is that friend? Is that Uncle Fred? Like you, you're definitely going to feel that, but you had the opportunity. He helped with the production of that song, Compromise. You guys were in the studio. We saw a lot of clips from the videos and from everything else, but just kind of, you know, you mentioned going through the warehouse, which still blows my mind when you said the warehouse. I'm like, man, I'm taking this to studio, but this guy has a whole full-blown production situation like that right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it, it's, it's, it's such a, but yeah, just to answer your question, man, it's when you think of Fred, man, it's his sound and his, his, uh, his heart, you can hear his heart behind it. You know, if anyone listens to the songs, you know, when you hear Fred, you know, it's Fred Hammond. And, um, and that honestly, that's what birthed my love for music. Um, to be honest, just going back to commission, you know, I'm going on in the name of the Lord. A lot of those songs are, it hits the heart for me. And especially us, us men, us African-American men, um, we, you know, I'm not knocking any other genre, any other music. I just think me commission, it kind of stamped the strength of a black man, you know, coming from, coming from a godly perspective, it kind of, it kind of nurtured me into who I am today. And if you listen to my record faithful, you understand, you know, where I come from and what, what kind of birthed me. So I just, you know, Fred, basically he raised me musically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so it was just, you know, that that was just one thing I wanted to point out there. Which yeah, no, no, and I think that's 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 a beautiful thing to have those examples, right? And that's why I think it's important, even as young, you know, musicians that are coming up, young, you know, songwriters and so forth. That's why it's always good to, you know, see what else is out there, you know, beyond just the regular four walls, like you know, getting yeah. exposed to different music types get exposed it doesn't have to be something that is you know only released in the last five six years like go back to the ones that have pioneered a lot of this and a lot of the new stuff sitting on the shoulders of a whole lot that have gone before right so i think it's really good that you kind of you know grew up whereby you were able to experience that and experience bread just you know firsthand by by yourselves so i wanted to make sure we we touch a little bit on that as well too now, in yeah. in terms of the, um, you know, I, I guess thinking in, you you also did traveling. You know, you travel a lot of places. You know, yeah. Wade, uh, Charles Wilson. You know, uh, Charlie Wilson. Um, you know, Uncle Charlie. Yeah, and you were on stages with a lot of the you know highly respected you know industry leaders. You know, when it yeah. comes to you know. Shaka Khan, when it comes to Babyface, when it comes to just so much. And again, even if someone is saying, hey, I don't listen to those music, but you can still give credence where it's deserved just for the fact of right. just, you know, writing, just their style and just barriers that they themselves have helped to push forward in general. And all of them pretty much have a, a church background. That's everyone. Whenever I'm like, show me one great singer that haven't been brought up in a church, but that's a whole different Facts. conversation. I'm, I'm going to leave Facts. that alone. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Where it's deserved because any of them are talking. They're going to talk about, oh, this auntie pushed me here. This mom pushed me. This person did that. So, you know, it, it's happening. But that, that experience, and when you were there, you were there in the capacity of a drummer, correct? Yeah. Correct. Correct. So, you know, what was that experience like? And what were some takeaways? Because again, those are huge stages. You know, there's musicians that have been grinding for years that haven't been able to make it to those stages. But you, you know, came in that stage, you know, and again, 
well, just all of this is kind of clicking back as we were talking from a servitude perspective, right? Because you weren't, you weren't leading, you weren't on the bed, you know, you weren't up there singing, but you were serving the greater cause there and you were on the drums. But what did that teach you during that season? Wow. And I, it's a, it's amazing. You, you asked that question that, um, when you talk about servanthood, because I was working at UPS, man, um, I was working at UPS and uh, it was a point in my life where I didn't know where God wanted to take me next. And um, I got a call to, I was in Columbus, Ohio at the time. I got a call to do an audition for Charlie. And uh, the producer, the MD told me, he said, if you want to do this audition, you got to be here Monday. That was a Friday. And, um, I was scheduled to work. I had just kind of just got my foot in the door at UPS. Yeah, yeah. And it was a decision that I had to make. It was kind of like, okay, if I go, I'm going to probably lose my job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I said, yeah. Yeah. What a nice <laughs> so, I was like, I said, God, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I prayed about it, and I got the clearance to go, man. And uh, I did the audition. And I got the job. Charlie looked at me. He had, he had sunglasses on. He said, you know, if you can't play, I'll fire you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was just, man, it was, it's it, it's funny, man. But I was, I was sweating bullets, but I was, I was confident. I knew that God put me in that position oh. uh, uh, to, for a season to make it work. So just being on stage with Charlie, it taught me so much, man. Just learning how to be professional. And you you run into so many loopholes. You learning, you know, he run into so many things that you shouldn't allow to distract you. You know, just yeah. watching stage, and there would be different things that would go on on stage. And even though I'm there as a drummer, I'm watching him as an artist because that's uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's where I want to be. Yeah, you know, so watching how he handled pressure, how he handled you know mishaps. If the sound go out, the mic go out. You know, I'm sitting there taking notes, man, like, hey, mm. you know, this this is where I want to be. So God was showing me, even in that season, but, you know, to look and to, you know, to learn and prepare for where I want to take you. So I think, you know, sharing a stage and seeing Shaka Khan and uh, uh, Dougie Fresh, I was I was able to do a mm. kind of, you know, he beatboxed. I was kind of able to play. We did kind of like a back and forth thing on stage one nice. time. And it was it was just something that, I will, I will never forget and cherish, man. Uh, we went to Iraq. We went to uh, no. uh to play for the troops. Uh, that was wow. that was another 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 humbling experience, man. Just seeing, and that's actually what birthed my song. Teach me was birthed in Iraq. I wrote that song when I was on tour with Charlie in Iraq. Uh, I wrote it actually at around midnight. You will hear all the Muslims and all the people with different religions praying. You can hear mm-hmm. them. In- mm-hmm. It was it was so such a beautiful thing to hear everybody united. And during that moment, God just dropped a song in my wow. spirit. Um, and I heard Teach Me. And that's where all the lyrics from that song it, it came from. Um, wow. I'm like, God, teach me what life is about because us in the in the US, we you know, we Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different situation, yeah. Yeah, we don't understand what being united really is about. So mm-hmm. you know, that song just kind of that song just kind of birthed uh, in my heart from uh, that experience with Charlie and Iraq, for sure. Wow, wow. Well, thank 
thanks for sharing that because it definitely gives a, a different appreciation even more so as you're kind of going through you know and and listening back to these tracks there and then teach me number six on the album faithful available digitally every single where and you know and some something else too because i know there's also you mentioned just from you know in the same vein of teach me and you were learning while you were there because you know what you ultimately wanted to be and where you wanted to go but there's that learning process and being willing to be teachable right because no one's just going to arrive anywhere that mentorship that you were able to get from close from afar just from everything else now what are some i guess do's and don'ts doesn't have to be anything super extensive but what is a few do's and don'ts that you kind of just learned by being there i learned to first of all mind your business what <laughs> i like that Mind your business. You know, you can, <laughs> I can't stress that enough, man. You know, a lot of times uh, you see so much, you hear so much, and a lot of times naturally you will want to, you know, some, sometimes people will want to say, oh, this person did this, this person did that. You got to understand why you're there. You got to understand what season you're in. You got to understand because a lot of times things will, Pop up, my pastor, I would say, uh, if a bird flies your head, you don't have to let it nest. You know, if you see something, if you hear something, if you, something may, may disturb you, that don't mean that you have to let it affect you. So I, I, would, I would like to say, first and foremost is, is to mind your business and to remember, another thing, remember who you are. Um, because you get around a lot of different people. You may, you know, you, you, you get excited because mm -hmm, you... Mm -hmm run all these industry yeah yeah not really mm -hmm. naturally just you know but in that in that sense you can also forget who you are if you don't have that solid foundation and i think the time that i was on tour with charlie i think i was on on tour with him for a season just to kind of season me uh for for my next my next season so oh yeah man for sure mind your business <laughs> my, my business listen y'all my business sip your water i just had to sip my water all of you that that's just what it is i love i love that and speaking about i mean i feel like you're just like reading my notes man because speaking about see that's that's one of my tracks right there man. yes sir you mentioned okay. you know seasons are different things and i'm like wait a minute this brother's over here act my computer like what's going on here but no, talk talk about it. You touched a little bit already on seasons, but it was just something so profound that I'm listening to that track. Seasons, first of all, the the drums. Where you? Who who's playing drums in that? Oh, uh, that's me on the drums. That's you on the drums. Okay, the drums is. I, I love the fact that you know the drums is like you know this it's it just stayed in the pocket, stayed in the pocket, and then boom, once you step out, you know, go for it, came back in. But it was just such a Time setup. So the first thing, because as I'm listening to a song, I'm listening to it the first time. I'm listening for different parts, and I'm listening to it the second time. I'm like, okay, what can I pick out here? What can I pick out? There? And just appreciating everything, you know, in and within that thing. You know, seasoned often change, but it remains the same. And it's just there's so much profound like statements in there that someone that even if you're not a believer and you're listening to music there's stuff that you can pull away and as you keep saying it and saying it and repeating it 
you're going to start to see that transformative change that's going to take over whatever phase you may be in your life. But what was some of the inspiration around seasons when you were just writing that and enduring? And what season were you in at that time? Well, man, I got I got uh, shivers right now, man. Just I got you know just seasons was one of those songs. Um, my my grandmother uh, was pretty much on her deathbed. Uh, my grandfather, and this is this is my father's on my father's side. Uh, they were on their deathbed, um, and the chorus was already written. Cordell Walton, my producer, he had the chorus written, it, and it really, it really birthed from just me understanding that people will not always be here. Your loved ones will not always be here. You know, there are people in your, who are closely knit to you who will not always be here. And I will ask God sometimes, like, God, what's, what, what, why are we here? What's the meaning of all this up and down disappointments, discouragement? What is the, what is the, what is the purpose of? And he kind of took me to the book of Ecclesiastes. You know, if you read Ecclesiastes, it really talks about time and season. Like, yeah. what's, you know, what's the purpose? God really shows you. You know, you know, everything is meaningless, but in, in the same token, God has a purpose for us all. So I wanted to connect that feeling. That was my that was my goal to connect that feeling and that question that we all have. I wanted to connect it musically to for us to kind of feel that God is like, you will go through these 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 trials. You'll go through these tests, but I'm here with you through it all. So God kind of gave me that melody, even through the pain. A lot of the songs that was birthed, man, was it was through the pain and experience of experiencing death and experiencing uh, different situations and that that you just can't control. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So my my first go to man is is to go to the pen and and, and make it make it make sense. You know. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, thank. Thanks for being transparent about, you know, about that, you know, tough, tough season in, in your life. Because like I said, when you're listening to sounds and you kind of like, you know, not being extra spiritual deep, but at the same time, when you're listening at it, you know, it's a certain level of discernment that comes to me. So yes, it sounds that like you love sonically and musically, but there is just something that when you switch to a certain track, it's like that shift there's something that you kind of just feel you're like hey something really personal something really heavy but also something really uplifting or something really hopeful kind of happened in the midst of writing this song say someone is going through a season they're going through a season of uncertainty they're going through a season of confusion a season of loss a season of whatever it is i just putting the song on and even if you're not singing along but just letting the song minister to you because that's that's the next thing to look my wife is a singer she can okay. sing my daughter can sing i i can't sing they hate, <laughs> they hate what something is is going on and it's just something amazing and they're all singing and i try to sing and they're like come on dad like come on dad I'm like, listen, I'm going to worship my God. You're not going to fly right. to me, devil. That's what I'm going to spell it. They were like, ain't nothing about that. You just can't say me. But, hey, but it's all good as a leaders, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, you can, you can tell. For me, 
that was just like, that was a song of, of hope for me. Listening to season, listening to just, you know, the different parts and the, the transparency with the pen, with the playing style, just with everything, because you, you can just feel the, the progression, the build up. like there was just so much in there that I'm sure I'm not doing it justice to articulating it, but it was just such a lovely track as I'm just listening to it. So seasons off the bat, I mean, of course, compromise and several others are my favorite, but for somehow seasons, I just got to slow down when I'm listening to that. Well, I want to, I want to, I want to say this too, man. Uh, me and you both are, uh, we got something in common, man, because Seasons is my personal, that's my personal favorite as well. Oh. As, uh, it's, it's something that you said, what you said, because now I listen to my, my own songs too. I love it. If it doesn't minister to me, then what's the point of me yeah. putting it out? You know, so uh, Seasons is one of those songs, is, I believe, timeless songs that I believe that yeah. it could just it just minister to your heart, man. So um, I think so. I think, so. I think so for sure. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Okay. We're going on. We're moving on. We're moving yeah. on. <laughs> so now there is uh which one was it? Was it Save Prayer? Which was yes, yes, say save prayer. Yeah. Talk, mm. talk about Save Prayer because that's that's another one there. I mean, that's another one there. I'm not listening to Save Prayer. I'm just like yeah, man. Lord is what's <laughs> happening in the <laughs> Man, say a prayer, man. Listen, we were in my parents' basement, man. Um, this was this was years ago, man. I was had to be maybe 18, 19 years old, maybe younger than that. Uh, we was in my parents' basement, man. My uncle Philip, my producer, uh, brought his equipment down to Ohio. Uh, his keyboard, his you know, his computer, and we were going through some rough patches, man. Uh, during that time as well, and yeah. every every one of these songs was birthed off of some type of experience mm-hmm. that we we all were having. He came down. Uh, my sister Noelle, she she came down. You can hear her on the backgrounds as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going through some things within our family, and uh, say a prayer was just one of those things that just kind of birthed in our spirit. We was really heavy, heavy in prayer because there was so much, so much going on. And uh, you can hear my, shout out to my my grandmother, my late grandma, Annette Bates. You can hear her, actually, it's a message that we found on, we was able to to kind of attach it to the song at a certain certain moment towards the end. Wow. One of her teaching messages. Yeah, and it's yeah. talking about how prayer changes things. Uh-huh. And, um, it just all it all connected, man, and, and God really just kind of birthed that birthed that song for us all. So that's what my favorite is too, for sure. Same there. <laughs> that's why I called out those two words. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, when no one's when no one's there, man, no one's around. You know, that's kind of how we felt. Like, yeah. You know, when when no one's around and if stuff just seems unfair, mm-hmm. God just let you know that He's He's always around. So, wow, wow, great, great experience. Loved it, loved it. Listen, man, there's something in here for every single one of you, every single yes. season, whatever yes. it is. There's the you know, there's the celebration bangers. There's the ones you put on yes. at the barbecue. There's the ones you put on when you're chilling by the pool. Yeah. So when you're working out, there's the high energy ones. There's there's just like so much 
so much that is just in on this, you know, on this track, on this record, you know, Fateful debut album by Bam Travis available now every yeah. single way. You know, I also want to just, you, a lot of it you kind of answered already, but just from your, your writing process, to me, it seems like, you know, there's the experiential portion of the writing and there is just, you know, different wherever you may be at the moment, what you're experiencing, but what are some other ways in which you typically would get inspiration? Like, do you go into a room with writers? Have you ever done, you know, large writing sessions, writing groups, you call up your producer, like, Hey, I'm coming into the studio, play something. I'm going to see if I get inspiration or write. Like typically what's your flow like? Um, I think for me, it's, it's def it's definitely momentum driven. Mm. Uh, I have to be in a certain mindset. If I'm just getting out of prayer or if I'm, you know, at work, a lot of, a lot of times if I am in a season of waiting, mm. you know, God will just kind of, uh, you know, birth something, birth something in my heart. Uh, usually I write the course first. Okay. Uh, the kind of like the meat of the song is what comes to me first. Um, I haven't really sat in a room in a writing session. I never, I don't think I've ever had a writing session. I think all of my songs kind of, uh, it just birthed, it just birthed off of, of certain situations. Um, and, uh, not to say that I can't just go and, of course, if you hear praise him, actually praise him. My first song on the record, that was, that was a quick, a quick thing. It was a quick, it was a quick, uh, quick thing. But for the most part, a lot of my songs were just, it just came off of waiting periods. And, um, I remember working at, when I was working at Chrysler, man, a lot of my songs would, while I'd be on the line or seeing problems, seeing things that I can't, like I said, that I can't control or I can't fix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It will just kind of bubble me in to say, okay, let's write about this. Yeah. So, um, a lot of the, a lot of times that's just have I, you know, grandma used to say, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. That's why always. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same element with writing too, man. I, I think a lot of our songs should be not just strategically written mm -hmm. or a hit or for, uh, for it to be on the top of the billboard, which is great if you if you you know mm -hmm. that knocking nobody, but I, yeah. I think we need to get back to the heart of what makes the person whole, you know, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. natural life experiences and stuff we all go through. Yeah, you know, yeah. That we don't want to talk about, and that's what I want to write about. So that's that's pretty much what I put the pen to. And 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 the one thing too, again, from my you know from what little I've seen you with my one wife that I mentioned that, you know, she's always writing, R writers just write. You guys just be having like yeah. books upon books and voice notes upon voice notes and you guys just have stuff. So when you decide to say, hey, I want to do something, it's not like no real pressure to go write, you know, 10, 15 tracks that like, you've already written tons. I'm sure right now you have, you still have tons of stuff that you're sitting on and marinating on and waiting on the right season. So, you know, right. Writer is right, right? Yeah. The next re the next record is ready right now. Yeah, talking about it. And here I'm going to need y'all to do, I'm going to need y'all to go, you know, buy this one, download it, 
downloaded, downloaded streaming so that he can start getting some revenues back and start preparing for that next one because this thing is cheap out here. Now, it? Come on now. Come on now. Tell him again. If y'all want to hear the next one, y'all, let's, let's blow up this one and then, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll motivate him to do the next one. Absolutely. Man, absolutely. The, the the next thing too that I you know I want I want to touch on as well as well as we're kind of talking about you know we're talking about the about the writing style and the songs and you know and everything in in general on on the album you also and you know correct me if I'm wrong well, you had a placement in uh, with Diedrich Haddon on one of his film right so what was what was that experience like was that something that was specifically written or that movie or something you already had? Like, what was that process like, just even getting it there? Okay, so, yeah, Beautiful beautiful Soul, his movie, uh, I was fortunate. He gave me, a, gave me a call to ask if I wanted to be a part of, you know, the soundtrack of the movie he was doing. Uh, Go to Church was not the song that I was originally going to do. It was, one of, it was one of the other songs on the record, I believe. Uh, but I went to the studio and... Uh, the song was already written. Dietrich already had everything laid out. Uh, I just went into the studio with him, and uh, we did one song. He was like, "Nah, I, I, I think I got this. I got another song for your your style. I think I want you to do." And then, uh, "Go to Church, Man" was uh, was one song that I liked as well, and I was able to yeah. lay my lay my you know my sound on it. And mm -hmm. uh, just working with Dietrich, man, one of yeah. one of the one of the other greatest. Yes, Deidre. No, amazing. Creative. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's so creative, man. And just being from Detroit as well. Oh, nice, I, nice. You know, just I, I was I was fortunate enough to be able to learn from him as well and watch. Even every time I'm able to get an opportunity to be around somebody like that, all you the best thing you can do is take notes. You know, mm. you know, watching his his style. He's quick in the studio. He's He's fast, man. He's it's it's crazy how stuff come to him like oh. very, very, very fast. So just being able to be in the studio with him and and do go to church, man, it was that was a fun experience for sure. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, the the trick has been pushing the envelope for so many years now, man. With his just his style of music, his energy, just overall. Like when I think energy, automatically. The first two that's gonna come to me is Dietrich and and uh, and Ty Tribbett. And yeah. what do you think, Energy? I know Ty was just in New York. He was just in uh, he was just in New York. He's been tour all over. I haven't gotten the chance to go see him. I think it was DC, maybe the night before or something. But yeah, you get to see him. Have you seen him on his new tours yet? My wife showed me a few of the videos. I did see. Okay. I did see a few clips, but I haven't haven't been able. To yeah, yeah, me me neither as well. Schedule didn't work out, but yeah, I mean, but definitely working and you know being able again to be in the room with D Drake. I'm sure that was definitely another one of those you know learning experience where God was just kind of teaching you and molding you as you're continuing down this path. So for me, I'm just seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of patterns. You know, you're. You're in the drums, you know, you're surfing, you're learning, you're getting these opportunities, you know, you're there with Fred, you're there with Diedrich, you know, just your own tutelages from your own parents, just from a musician and artistry perspective. So definitely, you know, I would say 
you know, if anyone is second guessing, this, this brother is well prepared. You know, he's always learning. Well, this this brother is prepared, man. You know, I was I would check the box when I got home for the reference. This brother, man, I was like, check the box, put him up, move him one up, move him one up to the next one. Yes, sir. I, man, I, I appreciate that love. Yes, man. Preparation, preparation is key, and we 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 have seasons in our life where we. You know, we ask God, you know, what's what's going on? You know, sometimes the waiting period is it can seem tough. And and, and even yeah. for other independent artists, you know, I, I, I want to share with them, too, man. It's just to know why you're doing it, know why you're doing it. If, if God tells you to do it, he's going to make it happen. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer. And if he said it, he's going to do it. So um, oh. by and by, we'll understand why the why. And I believe I'm try- I'm understanding the why not, you know, being on this interview with you, it's just kind of full circle, man. Even when we was talking about seasons, it kind of, yeah. I-, I felt the-, the spirit of God just just helping me understand why why we're here. So, and man, shout out to you, man. Thanks for everything. No, no, no. of course, of course, man. Listen, <laughs> these days, you know, the the new, you know, Faithful, the new album available every single way, every single way you can consume music. But first, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. I'm not going to stop saying that. I need to have a button. That's what I'm going to do. I need to get the sound that says buy it or I just need to get a button <laughs> like that. Like the, like the easy button. I'm just going to say buy, buy, buy. Absolutely. But, <laughs> But listen, man, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put any any pressure in you to sing or anything like that. You know, if, you, if, you, if you feel like a twenty second situation, a ten second of anything you can. If not, you know, you can share your socials. No 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 pressure. No pressure. <laughs> well, what I will say is I think there is nothing like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I can search to all eternity, love, and find there is none like you. There's nobody like Jesus. Man, see, I almost felt like I wanted to join in, but then I heard the voice of my kids like, Dad, don't do it. You know you can't say it. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> that everyone is going to be clumsy me in the comments like I'm no. not staring from my prayer closet <laughs> that's like you're in the prayer room I'm going to just frustrate and put my hands up and I'm going to just stay no sir it's all good <laughs> that's awesome that's about I appreciate you so much brother for coming on for chopping it up with us man you know, it's been definitely a true, true pleasure just, you know, talking to you, learning, you know, a whole lot about what's going on. There's so much others we didn't even touch on. And definitely as you continue, you know, to push this record and you're going and you're ministering various places and stuff, definitely want to bring you back on again, just, you know, to touch base with a lot of stuff that you're going to be at any award shows anywhere. I'm not sure if you're going to go down to Vegas for Stellars or not, but wherever it is, you're going to, okay, perfect. So we're going to be out there. Definitely want to meet you in person, you know, you know, catch up with you there as well to let the people know, you know, where they can find you 
on social media, you know, where you're more active, where they can go ahead and download the, you know, the new album, Faithful, and just overall how they can catch up and communicate with you. Absolutely. Faithful is available actually on Amazon Music, iTunes, uh, all digital outlets, uh, your musical digital outlets. You can find me on Instagram at Bam Travis Music, Facebook at Bam Travis Music. Everything is Bam Travis Music. YouTube is Bam Travis Music. Uh, but yeah, the whole record is 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 available now. I have a Linktree account, uh, actually Linktree link that's attached to my Instagram uh, at the top. Uh, so you could just click on that link and it'll actually take you to everything. It'll take you to the music videos. It'll take you to the album. It'll take you to the singles that we previously put out as well. All the future content will be on that link as well. So yeah, I appreciate the love and support. Yeah, sure. definitely. And shout shout out to Juan, shout out to the shout label. I mean, yes. man, you guys are just, you guys are doing it there, man. I appreciate every single one of you, man. Definitely. For real, for real. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Bam Travis Music, and you are watching the Gospel Music Buzz.